to Joe Cottrell, dog behaviourist and owner of Dog Trouble, changing people's lives with their dogs. Hello, hello. So I've got a guest speaker in with me today, a good friend of mine, uh, Rebecca Peacock from Perfect Paws Dog Grooming. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you. <laughs> I pulled you in to do a podcast, didn't I? Yes. I gave yes. you about a day's notice. Yes, you did. As always, Joe. As always. <laughs> Lastminute.com. <laughs> I said, Beck, come on. Come Help. Do a podcast. Help. Actually, I don't know if you did actually ask. I think it was you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Becky, you're going to do a podcast on dog grooming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's how we roll here at the farm. So um, I thought it might be good just for us to chat about um, the common issues that you find with dogs that come in for grooming and um, let's have a chat about obviously we've been in lockdown recently and uh, you only reopened last week last Wednesday 13th yeah so um, how was it yeah well generally on the whole not too bad I've been really really impressed with my customers in all fairness Um, been sending out lots of tips for them and all that sort of stuff but yeah some major matted cases (laughs) Yeah, um, you I can know, imagine. The fleeces that come off, you know, in one great big sheet. But some are 12 weeks overdue for their grooms. Um, and they've always been a regular customer. So they've always been in within six weeks. So a lot of time's passed. A lot of walking has been done and swimming and all that sort of stuff. So their yeah. coats have just got really bad. Um, but so yeah. is, it, is it like with humans? You have to see them every so many Absolutely. weeks? I mean, yeah, it's a breed dependent always. Um, but generally, I mean, if you're... We're talking about our fluffies yeah. at the moment. Um, so your sort of poodle mixes. The <clears> myth <throat> is with them, because they don't molt, you don't need to brush them. Unfortunately, it is the biggest myth in the world. Mm. Um, and they do need they do need brushing regularly at home, and they also need to be groomed. Um, I see cockapoos in your grooming room <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes it's a little bit of uneducation um, and not enough advice from maybe breeders or you know that sort of thing sure um generally they need to be groomed sort of no more than eight weeks really if you're going to keep a lovely coat to them if you want them all stripped back sort of velvety i suppose is the best way of calling it then yeah you can leave it a little bit longer but they are going to mat um and you need to do it for their health really and you know to make sure that they're not uncomfortable underneath this fleece because it's like a straight jacket when it gets so tight So So it's not a case of, well, you know, it's okay to take my dog for a groom every six weeks and I can just leave it until then. No, the maintenance needs to be kept up at home. Yeah. Um, People at home have got eight hours a day. I've got an hour and a half with them. Sure. And I've got a brush and a comb the same, you know, so I can't undo what they built up over the time at home. So unfortunately, those cases do need to be clipped off because yeah. it's it's cruel to demat de- dogs. Um, yeah, I do I do um, come past sometimes and it looks like you're actually shearing a sheep <laughs> because you're just peeling the coat off because you're having to clip them yeah. because they've not been groomed yeah. by their owners and it's to the point where the mats are so solid and, and so, so bad. And it's so tight underneath their armpits and things like that and you've you've just got to take it back and start again. 
So what what happens underneath the dog's coat? So if the if the dog is left to get really matted, yeah. you know what's going in, in on in terms of the skin, in terms of you know. Absolutely. I mean, you get sores, you get hot spots. Also, you can get fleas and ticks sure. and things like that that you can't see because this coat is so so tight. Yeah. Um. Also, it it comes back as well. And when you want to touch your dog, you know, and stroke them, it's uncomfortable for them for you to be able to do that for them because it's so tight on their skin so you do need to keep on you know regular grooms or I mean we're not talking Labradors here yeah sure the fluffy (laughs) types yeah Yeah. absolutely I mean Labradors do need grooming they have an undercoat and it needs to come out they blow it and they do need to be groomed but we're talking long haired or double coats and things like that so so Recently, as you're aware, we had a Newfoundland in boot camp. Yes. Called Dylan, who is adorable. He's gorgeous. And his owners, <laughs> you know, kept good care of him. But yeah. he had an issue where he would start to growl if his owner tried to groom anywhere from sort of the belly downwards. Yeah. And he wasn't comfortable being brushed. No on his undercarriage and his back end and his tail and his chest. Yeah. So quite often I get dogs like that in and um, some of the behaviour issues are related to them feeling uncomfortable Absolutely, about yeah. being touched because actually they're in pain Yeah. or like you said, they've got hot spots. So you might want to just share with everybody about <laughs> Dylan the Newfoundland. <clears throat> so as a general rule, I gave up grooming very large breeds quite a while ago now due to back issues and also I find that you need two people to handle the big breeds and I work solo yeah he's heavy Um, and they're heavy and to steady them on a table and just to keep them comfortable within the grooming room it's better to be in a bigger salon with more people so anyway Joe does know this of course (laughs) but there's always a dog in need isn't there Joe (laughs) well I tend to just poke my head through the door don't I and go back Beck, could you could you just would you just and the answer normally comes back as no so i left you 24 hours to think about it didn't i yes you did and, and then a pleading phone call and i might have just had a little attempt mm. at grooming him didn't go so well did it it, it was it, it it wasn't one of my best efforts no so i felt that i had to call him for backup mm-hmm. so i phoned you didn't yes I? and of course, I succumb and said, okay, I'll do him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> However, he was gorgeous and a pleasure to groom, in all fairness. Um, very matted in places and lots of heavy undercoat. But yeah, just because he's been out of sync of grooming. And he uh, was struggling. Yeah, it's hot massively. at the moment, you know, yeah. and he was overheating. Yeah. And we needed to get it off, you yeah. know. I mean, in a Newfoundland... Um, we obviously just took out his undercoat and obviously the bit under his under his belly we clipped very short because that was so matted you weren't going to be able to get that out with a brush or yeah. or a comb. Because some dogs um, have layers, don't they? Layers well, of Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, the general rule is with your double-coated breeds like your Retrievers and your German Shepherds and all that sort of stuff, um, a well-kept coat, the air, you know, cool air can get through it and keep them cool and they can body temperature regulate. But if you've got a coat that hasn't been maintained, there's undercoat dead hair lying in there and there's no cool air can get into it. So they're okay. just going to overheat. A good kept coat, they mm. will be able to self-regulate. So they could be as long as you need right. to be, but, but it's the key got thing to is be brushed. You've got to brush them. Yeah. yeah. Um, they can't get rid of it themselves. Sure. So you have to do it for them. You need to keep on top of that. Otherwise, we I'm have sure to take Dylan, the clippers to I'm sure him. Dylan was smiling when I was taking some of his coat 
or laughing, one or the other. <laughs> you laughed I when laughed. you saw him. Yeah, it was the one leg that was different to the other I couldn't work out. <laughs> I, I, think your, I think your love. phrase was, Joe. what have you done to this dog? <laughs> How do you want me to fix that? <laughs> it's a bit like when somebody's cut, tried to cut their hair during lockdown. Yeah, and it then, was a really bad corona cut. When, when, massively. When they go back to their hairdressers... <laughs> The hairdresser's going to say, what have you done? You might as well have just put a bowl on his head, bless him, and cut round it. <laughs> or put a cast round one leg and just trim yeah. the other. Just don't, you're, the trouble is with you, you're used to three-legged dogs. <laughs> I've only got you two. You've got to groom that one. I've only got two three-legged dogs in my pack, please. And they're both short-coated Yeah, good well. job, bless yeah. them. <laughs> no, but I mean, you did the best thing for them and I've seen a lot of that come through obviously since we've reopened there's been some fabulous home grooms yes but fair play they've tried you know customers have tried at home and they've made sure that their dogs are not uncomfortable it is sort of humanity over vanity you don't need them to look wonderful they don't care you know but you need them to be clean and they need to be hygienic as well so you know keeping control of bum areas and all that sort of stuff and it's it's not good to bath them too regularly is it because of their natural oils yeah i mean in your short-coated breeds you know you want them to keep their natural oils and everything um obviously if they've rolled in fox poo absolutely you, that's going to go out the window ketchup ketchup is your big top tip oh really for fox poo oh gosh we yeah, have an you... abundance of fox poo on the farm so Bentley you'll need a lot of ketchup <laughs> Bentley's my lurcher in the pack and uh, he loves it Ruby who assists Becky usually on a Saturday <laughs> for some reason every Saturday Bentley would roll in fox poo does it on purpose on the pack walk in the morning <laughs> so every Saturday I would walk up to the grooming room with Bentley and Ruby would just look at me and go no no not again <laughs> but it's never just on a little patch it's all in his collar yep. and it's just everywhere he does a good job yeah he does a he, good job I think he just likes Ruby that's it's, what it he is he does he does I think it's just that affinity. I'll give her a nice present yeah. this morning bless him <laughs> Well, I, I know from working with dogs with behaviour issues that some behaviour issues are um, created um, because a dog's in pain and sometimes, or, or, you know, discomfort. And sometimes that is caused by issues with their eyes, issues with their ears, yeah. issues with their feet. So I know from having, as you know, some cockapoo yeah. types in my pack that some breeds have hair growing inside their ears. Absolutely, yeah. Which to me is just awful for that dog to yeah. have to go through and and it looks painful when you yeah. actually take that hair out it does, of their ears. Yeah. Um, but they thank you for it afterwards yeah i can imagine <laughs> i mean i've literally i think we had we had a boot camp dog a while ago it was an apricot cockapoo wasn't it i think yeah we took quite a lot out of his i can't yeah. remember his name but he literally couldn't hear yeah um, and he would startle and he was reactive if if you kind of came up into his intimate space mm. because actually he couldn't hear you approaching. And when we lifted his ear up, I mean, it was like a ball of cotton yeah. wool. Inside and it goes his very hard now. as well with it, wax that yeah. builds up as well. So sometimes, you know, again, I'll just call you. Just sort this ear out. <laughs> <laughs> and we often have to muzzle a dog, don't we? Often, yeah. It just depends on what they're going through as well and what they've come in for, yeah. you know. But that's really important to keep on top of 
breeds yeah. that have hair growing inside Absolutely. their ears, isn't it? Yeah, and also it helps with ear infections. You get a lot of cocker spaniels that suffer massively with ear infections. Yeah. We're all too quick to just nip to the vets to get something for it. And nine times out of ten, it can be treated at home with just good hygiene with their ears. Yeah. Um, and keeping hair out of them as well. I mean, obviously, if you don't feel confident about doing that at home, contact a groomer or a vet and they will do it for yeah. you. So. Yeah. Um, and some dogs, you know, they're that breed type where people want them to look a certain way, don't they? Because mm-hmm. that is how the breed looks. Yes. And we unfortunately live in a society that's very focused on looks. Yes. In the human world and in the dog world. Yeah, absolutely. But I know um, from experience with working with dogs with behaviour issues, it's really, really important that dogs can see. Yeah. And a lot of these design, what I call designer breeds, have hair over their eyes. Mm -hmm. So Wheaton Terriers. Absolutely. You know. Schnauzers. um, Schnauzers. All sorts. And you imagine, I say to people, you imagine walking around with blinkers on and you can't see. And then somebody suddenly approaches you and you wonder why a dog has started to develop um, a bite history because they can't see. Absolutely. And it's, it's a natural reaction for them because they can't see. And... You know, it's lovely to keep them in a breed standard clip. I love nothing more than doing a breed standard clip on a pedigree dog. It's beautiful to do. But if it is not practical for your lifestyle and it's not practical for the dog, then you have to rethink it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes people put hair bands on their dogs, don't they? So they can they do, yeah. lift I mean, the hair off the eyes. And stuff like that and lasso apsus, they... They have got an awful fall, you know, and yeah. it's huge and it comes right over. And yeah, it needs to be pinned back if that's what they want to do with it. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'd yeah. rather cut it off. However, I did put a bow in the Newfoundland. Yes, you did. I noticed Dylan walked out with a bow in his head. <laughs> Just to annoy you, Joe. That was all that was for. <laughs> but yeah it's fine that these breeds have hair over their eyes because of what they were used for in the past yeah you know they're working dogs and it was to stop them when they go down into holes or you know grit and things flying into their eyes or bushes and stuff like that but if your dog is not being used for that and it's having a behavioral issue you need to rethink it and it's it's not a problem you know they look okay we can do something with it (laughs) and some breeds of dogs it's a big no-no isn't it to clip them because yeah. you can affect yeah. the the efficiency of their coat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so take the Newfoundland. He is a double-coated breed. Um, and you shouldn't clip them. Oops. Unless. <laughs> you didn't clip him all. We better make that clear. It was patches at the front. He had really bad yeah. mats. Really and that is mats. fine. That is absolutely fine. You know, he's So not, I didn't ruin him. No. He's not a show dog. Yeah. He's not going to get judged on his coat the reason we don't tend to clip breeds is because like i was talking about earlier about the flow the airflow in their coats it can damage the undercoat and the top layer okay um so you need to get rid of the dead coat first yeah really if you clip it all it still stays in there and you don't get the right airflow through the coat so and they don't uh, have the same kind of waterproof effect exactly okay so yeah i mean and you know, they look do look a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some dogs where the owners have insisted on you clipping them. Yeah. And yeah. you just think, why? Yeah, and it's a big myth as well. You know, a lot of people at the moment, the sun is out and it's mega hot. And a lot of people are like, clip it off. Clip my golden retriever off. That's Get not, them a paddling that's pool. That's not going to make them cooler because no. they can't regulate now. No. Um, and they need the cool air coming through their coat to layer it. 
same in the winter, so it would keep them warm. Right. Uh, you take it all off, and they can actually have sun sunstroke because they can't regulate properly. Ah. So that's. So you're better off buying a paddling pool, paddling or pool, and get them groomed regularly, and brushing at home, and keep maintaining their coat because okay. it, it's the natural thing. Oh. There you go. Learn something new every day. See. <laughs> that's why you got me in. <laughs> <laughs> I love learning. It's all about learning life. Yeah. So what are the most common breeds that you tend to groom at the moment? Um, anything crossed with a poodle. Yeah, they used to be called a mongrel years ago. They did indeed. And you used to make a donation at yeah. a rescue to get one. And now they're an awful lot of money. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, ridiculous that they're priced too much, you yeah. know. But someone is obviously breeding them and there's injections and things and all that sort of stuff that goes with it, I suppose. Mm. Very big trend. When I first started grooming... I don't know. 12, How many years ago? Twelve, twelve-ish years ago, wow. something like that. My main dog that I used to groom was English cocker spaniels. Right. Everybody had them. Yeah, they were, they were the, the trend. they were the breed. Yeah. Um. Now you see very few of them, and it's now cocker poos or something bred with a cocker spaniel, or because they're great family dogs. They, can, yeah. you know, they're lovely. And also, I think what people have been misled a little into the fact <clears> that they're <throat> low maintenance. Um, you don't have to brush them because they don't molt uh-uh. because that's gonna just it, 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 well they, they some do some don't depending on whether you get F1s or F2s and that sort mm. of thing the thing is that coat's got to go somewhere it's dying so it's yeah. got to go somewhere and you have got to physically brush it to get it out otherwise mm. it sits in the coat you get new growth a bit like a tree you know yeah. you get new growth come through and it's got nowhere to go so it just tightens and tightens and then ends up in a fleece so it's not just about brushing your dog so that they look good. Mm. It's actually about brushing your dog for their well-being. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have got puppies yeah. whilst we've been in lockdown and, you know, Lots rescue dogs. Them. Yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give them to get their dog used to being handled yeah. so that by the time they come into the groomers, they're okay having their Absolutely. feet touched, their ears yeah. looked in and what have you? What I advice think, would you give? I think... First thing, I think you need to pick wisely and a pick for your lifestyle, what type of dog breed you're going to get. There is no point in buying a dog that needs brushing every single day and you're at work. Yeah, you, know, you haven't got the time. And you haven't got the time for it. Or you've got a dog that's white and fluffy and you want to keep it like that, but you walk in woods every day. Or you, you know? live on a farm. Or you live on a farm, Joe. <laughs> you know, you understand the, the hardship with this. I think Thea and Ernie get bathed once a week. Yeah. Um, just because I mean, if you're going to pick those breeds, then, you know, yes, you have got to learn what to do with them. You've got to do your research and you've got to speak to your groomer. Um, you've got to find out how often they're going to need to be groomed. Take into consideration there is a cost with it. You sure. know, some of these breeds need grooming no more than six weeks apart. And, and if some they're a big dog. Exactly. Yeah. And you can also have in between bath and grooms as well, just to keep them brushed out if you're not coping at home with them. Right. Yeah. What about desensitizing them? Desensitizing, I think you need to start as soon as you get them with okay. either a little soft puppy brush um, and just, uh, but don't make it a game. Yeah. Because we see a lot of that. Mouthing, yeah. wanting to yeah. bite the brush. Uh, top tip from me, get them up on a table. 
Okay. Don't do them on the floor because they're just going to think it's a big game and they run off and then you're chasing them and it doesn't work when you then bring them to me um, because they have no idea what to do. So if you get a countertop or kitchen side, whatever you've got at home, pop a towel on it. Take the roast chicken off. Take the roast chicken off, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then either get somebody to hold them just so to steady them and then work through them with a brush and a comb and just get them used to all these little things. Start touching their feet an awful lot. You know, sit on the sofa with them and rub their feet so they understand it's not a problem having their feet touched. There's nothing going to hurt them because they're going to need their nails done. Um, They're going to need the pads cleaned out from underneath and that's normally done with clippers and so you need to get used to that sort of thing. So people could actually just dunk their paws in some water when they come back from walks. Yeah. Because they get kind of knots in between their pads, don't they, where the soil or the mud... And then it becomes really painful. It's like, it's like walking a stone. With, yeah, yeah, pebbles between your pads. So yeah. I know, I remember you said one time, you know, just stick a bowl of water by the back doorstep. Yeah, dunk them in as you come in and it just loosens that mud. And that's brilliant to do. You know, one of the big things you find, especially with cockapoos and cocker spaniels, they've all got feet issues. Yeah. Well, that's what you call me in for yeah. sometimes, don't you? Can you come and give me a hand just yeah. to hold him while I can do his feet? You know, usually it's feet. Usually that thing. Mm-hmm. But if you can do that at home and you know get everybody to do it so they're used to everybody doing yeah. it but yeah. sometimes dogs have issues about their feet or their ears because people have left it too long yeah and they it then becomes painful yeah. for them to walk on Absolutely. or you know in their ears yeah and then by the time you you know you get to deal with it yeah they've been in pain so they associate me causing it yeah, yeah. Or, or being touched on their yeah. feet it's you know it's painful yeah it's a knock-on effect sure and it has to be sort of maintained all the time and you know i can do an hour and a half's work with your dog and that's yeah. generally how long we have a dog in a salon for but you've got all the time at home to help with it as well. And the more you do at home, the easier and the mo and they will enjoy their groom. Yeah. You know, they don't yeah. want to come in and go, Oh, you know, I don't like this. But it's it's all about doing it together at home as well. Well I I know from working with dogs with behaviour issues, the number of clients I speak to where their dog has had a really bad experience at a groomer's. Yeah. And they are petrified now. Mm. And quite often, you know, I'll, I'll say to the client, OK, well, you know, I can chat to Becky and we can talk about desensitising them. And it might take a couple of visits Absolutely, to build yeah. their confidence again. And we use some essential oils to help kind of, you know, um, deal with their emotional side just to help calm them down. But it's really important, isn't it, that dogs have a positive experience at a groomer's. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's from the word they, you know, word go from when they walk in. Um, and you need you need to make sure you do your research with you know your groomer and you, you talk to them and get advice from them really early on how yeah. to brush them at home and a lot of stuff that happens at home you know I've had dogs come in and they can't touch I can't touch their nails because an owner has done their nails at home and they've cut the quicks right wait if you are not confident to do them just wait and get somebody to do them for you you so what's the quick the quick so it's the little vessel that runs through the the nail okay um so if you you cut that with clippers and it will bleed okay Um, so it's the cartilage so it's sort of like your cuticle type thing okay so you go back too far if you go back too far it bleeds and it's very painful for them that is one of the common things okay you know and don't do it at home if you're not confident yeah always speak to your groomer or to your vets at least they will charge you a lot more yes (laughs) they will we've had a couple of situations where dogs have been so traumatized yeah and so bad that actually you've said to me 
this dog needs to be yeah. groomed under anaesthetic. Unfortunately, you do get them. We're not magicians. We can't fix everything, you yeah. know. And it's for their safety most of the time as well. It's not about the fact we can't do it or it's because they're going to hurt themselves. And we're, we've obviously got sharp scissors and a table and, you know, you don't want them to fall off or hurt themselves. So sometimes it is best for them to go yeah. to a vet's and be anaesthetised and be clipped off. And then we can start again. Yeah. Just you know, desensitising yeah. them. And Take them the, her, you know, the painful stuff off of them. Yeah. And then start again with coming in just to have a sniff around the salon. Um, and coming in for just half an hour at a time. Or then have one bath, maybe. Try that. Yeah. Even if they went home wet because they didn't like the dryer. That's fine. We'll do the dryer another time. And it's building them. I think that's the beauty of you and how you operate. In that you are really focused on the dog having a positive experience. Yeah being groomed so if you think that that dog is not ready to have the clippers on them then you'll tell clients won't you absolutely and if there's something that they don't like on that day if i can only get four nails done yeah i'm only going to do four nails yeah i'm not going to force that dog because you're only undoing all the good stuff sure you know and you don't want that dog to come back and think oh my god i'm petrified you know she's going to make me do that i don't want him to i want him to walk through the door and think Oh, actually, happy that was you. okay. That yeah. was all right. Nothing too much went on last time. You know. It's important, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. And unfortunately, some places it's one in, one out. It's get them done as quick as possible. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what the dog's experience is. Yeah. And then the dog ends up kind of coming to see me yeah. because the dog has not only started becoming reactive at the groomers and, yeah. and not being able to be handled, but has started to react to the owners, yeah. to, you know, people going to touch the dog. Absolutely. And that's how it just snowballs. Yeah, and also don't forget, um, dogs <clears throat> get a very harsh shock very early on from a vet Yeah, with inoculations. Yeah. And being put on a table, when they come in to me, they relate with that. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, am I at the vets again? Am yeah. I going to get an injection, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you've got to think of all of that really because it's it's really early on they get that surprise (laughs) yeah absolutely so um so you enjoy doing what you do i love it and um we love having you at dog trouble it's always lots of fun it's always a different day i know that (laughs) yeah which is lovely it's lovely great team and we all get on well we do we have lots of fun and i think we're just a team where no problem is too big for us to solve no we work it out don't we we do even if it is newfie size (laughs) (laughs) if i was to promise you never to i've already told you no as soon as you walk through the door with it i said no (laughs) (laughs) if i promised to never dump a dog on you again would you believe me no never I know there will be a bottle of Prosecco's bribery the next day. <laughs> I did groom my own dogs for a number of years. It's true. But I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm not that bad. No, you're not. No, and at the end of the day, you know, we laugh. But like we said, it doesn't matter what they look like as long as they're comfortable. Um, I don't have the patience to make them look pretty. No, I do the pretty bit. Yeah. <laughs> I shear them like a sheep. Yeah. And then I say, Beck, could you just make them could, look pretty? Could you stick that bit on? Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's good times we yeah, have. Good we do, times we, we have. Do. And it's nice. We can all work together. And, you know, I understand a bit about your business doing what I do as well, which is great, you know, and 
I can see how you're helping dogs and how well, we I help can help other, them as we? well doing it. And also I try not to undo anything you're doing and we give, you know, yeah. let you know what's going on with your dogs and stuff. It's absolutely. Good. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Let's do it again sometime. <laughs> on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. So I love working with Becky and um, it's it's always good fun. And I think what I love about the way Becky works is that she has time for a dog. She really understands that their experience is really important. Doesn't rush things. We'll be very honest with clients as well about what is the best haircut to have or how you're going to maintain your dog or whether or not they need some desensitization visits. Mm. So that's why I think, you know, I recommend your services Thank you, to a number of people <laughs> because I know dogs are going to enjoy being groomed with yeah. you. And that's important for me with dog's well-being. So um, there and we that's go. that's essentially what it is. It is about their well-being. It is about their yeah. well-being. Absolutely. Yeah. So there we are. And uh, so thanks, Becky. You're welcome. So if you'd like to know a bit more about dog grooming and uh, see if Becky can groom your dog... If you go on to Perfect Paws website. Yeah, or Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. I will help you out. Yeah. And how booked <laughs> pretty, up are you at Pretty the busy at the moment. Pretty busy. Obviously, we've got a eight-week lockdown to catch up on, but... you got my dogs to catch up on. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't take you long. There's only a couple. Well, and also you've clipped them, so it shouldn't take too long. <laughs> <laughs> But no, obviously, yeah, things are busy at the moment. But yeah, we're taking bookings from... You'll fit of, people yeah, in. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. super stuff. But keep on brushing at home. Keep on brushing. Brush a day, keeps the clippers away. I love that. <laughs> Do you like that? That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe I should use that. I think I'm going to get it above the door. I did actually get you to clip the back of my hair yeah. the other day, didn't I? I went, Becky, it's driving me nuts. Sort it. <laughs> But you only did the back <laughs> from a distance. But my mum said the other day, she just went, have you had your hair cut? It looks great. Oh, gosh. I said, yeah, Becky, only clipped the back bit, mum. <laughs> oh, well, it looks lovely. <laughs> Don't, I'm going to have people queuing outside for like a doodle cut or something. <laughs> that could be a new trend. Stop it. Stop it. Have your human hair cut yeah. like your dog. Yeah. That's, no, <laughs> let's not go there. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Lots of fun. All right, guys. Um, You've been listening to Joe Cottrell, dog behaviourist and owner of Dog Trouble, changing people's lives with their dogs. Um, My guest is Becky Peacock from Perfect Paws. And uh, if you want to um, look at any of our dog training, dog behaviour videos, if you go onto YouTube, my channel is Joe Cottrell. And uh, have a great evening. Take care.